Pubcast. If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast with Brendan O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall, a hurler stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. What's up, Mike? Losing this dream, brother. You know, just uh, are you on the road? You know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm rough junior. Is basically what I am. <laughs> Airplanes, hotels, uh, uh, you know, scattered about the country. But I'm good. How about you? What's going on over there? Oh, nothing really. Uh-oh. But uh, w- since it is late on a Sunday, let's let's jump into it. I mean, this is it. I don't know what I'm trying okay. to jump into, but this is it. Um, so I want to go through the... I guess the, the pleasantries and, pleasant and greetings are over. Yeah, let's, let's stop fucking around. I mean, how long do we want to be on here? Two hours? Come on. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay. So I want to go through... Uh, I'll say the highlights, but uh, the highlights of my Italy trip. It was. It had its. It had its okay. moments, but uh, uh, overall, Italy sounds good and it's great, and I'm, I believe it is. But the whole family trip to Italy with kids, especially like teenagers, uh, is kind of. It's tough. It's really fucking annoying. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, I would say with yeah, teenage right. boys, that's extremely difficult. Yeah. Well. Because, I mean, it's two weeks of walking around, and, uh, I mean, one, all the walking is, I mean, you just have to deal with it. I mean, who cares? But uh, after about two days, they're like, enough with the fucking cobblestones. Everyone's tripping, and no one can can like, negotiate the fucking cobblestones. Yeah. Bunch of American pussies. Um, so that's one thing. What about Jesus pulled it off? I know. You think Jesus- In sandals? Come on. All over the place? Did he have Nikes? Did he have Nikes in the closet? Jesus. Jesus. Here's how how it's handled in Italy better. When you think about it, the O'Neill triumvirate were actually, all four of you were probably the four fucking tallest people in the entire country at the moment. Yeah. When you're lower than the ground, you're lower than the ground, cobblestone's easier to navigate. Trust me, I know. So it's wrong. It's true. It is true. Yeah, it was uh, so that that was one thing, and I'll I'll, I'll get to the other complaints uh, in a minute. But uh, so the, I mean, all of that was one thing. But uh, so let me start from the beginning, and we can you know jump on uh, tangents as we need to. But uh, so to start, we were leaving on a Sunday, and we had you know had been planning this for a while, and we thought we had everything buttoned up, and we we're just. You know, Friday and Saturday, last-minute checks. Do we need to buy this? Need to buy that? How are we stocked with whatever it is um, we needed for the trip? And uh, we're going to pack light and all that good stuff. We had planned for all this you know, for a while. And we've traveled to Europe a few times, so we, we know the deal. So no, no, no big surprises. So we start putting things together and organizing everything. And then on Saturday... I don't know, I'm going through some of our paperwork. I, I try to have like a paper backup of everything uh, just because the internet and whatever digital, you know, getting online is spotty depending on where you are. Uh, and uh, you would think it, it definitely shouldn't be right now, but it is. Um, so I have paper backups. I'm doing all that stuff. And then I go grab the passports. I'm like, let me just look at them real quick. And I look and... Allison and I have passports that expire in, uh, I don't know, uh, September. And like, Ooh, oh, that's close. That's funny. I know, I know. I'm like, that, that, that's great. I mean, I, I knew we didn't have expired passports, so we're good. And then we, I, Allison and I were looking at something. We start reading, and then all of a sudden, something, we came across something that was about uh, travel and passports and, you know, got to know this when you're traveling, you know, top five things people overlook, whatever it was. And uh, you can't travel if your passport 
expires in uh, less than 90 days from when you return. Like, right. If you have three months or less on your your passport, you can't return or or you you can't travel. And in some countries, it's six months. You have to have six months left. And I'm like, what? How, how do we not know about this? What? So this is Saturday, the, the day before we're about to leave. And we our our passports are no good. We so we were oh. freaking. I mean, it was it's the nightmare scenario. It's what you think of like yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's what, it can't possibly happen, and it fucking happened. It's, it's a nightmare scenario, scenario. right? So I mean, what the, what? How did you correct this, or how did you overcome it? So after we freak out for about twenty minutes, uh, and just. Your mind goes blank. Hey, wait, can I, can yeah, I ask a question before, before you say it? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Was there any blaming? Were you blaming her or was she blaming you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, uh, okay. I think we had Continue both checked or whatever. I just wanted to see if there was a better story there. But go ahead. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the argument angle. I know. I, know. <laughs> I like it. Trust me, I'm, I'm with you. I was hoping there was there's, the one, so. Yeah, I know. There's, <laughs> it was ripe for that, but uh, we didn't we didn't have that scenario, so, yeah. Check out your shit together. Yeah, we, for the most part. Forward. But so when that happens, it's like, you know, like, uh, those war movies, uh, like Saving Private Ryan or something, when, like, a mortar goes off next to a soldier, and everything goes like completely silent and then you just hear like a a, a slight ringing in their ears uh-huh. like muffled yeah. and everything uh-huh. that's how yeah that, that's yep. how it was yeah so for about 15 minutes we were all like Whoa, uh, disoriented what the fuck happened uh-huh. so then we start looking around and trying to find expediting places and there's tons of them out there but you don't know uh what's legit and what's not and who's taking you for a ride and what's what's real and what's it, all that stuff so we're trying to weed through that, and long story short, we find a place downtown that can expedite stuff. But remember, this is on a Saturday, and we're leaving on a Sunday, and all of our shit... Oh. So yeah, all of our shit starts on Monday. Like, all the stuff we've paid for, that clock starts ticking Monday morning. <laughs> I mean, right, honestly, yeah. t- it starts on so Sunday. So now you have time. Yeah. Right. So it's not like, okay, we'll go down there tomorrow, and or, or we'll go right now and take care of it. No. It's Saturday. We have to wait until Monday to go. So we're already a day late on our, our trip. So we go what down. Did, yeah. What did that cost you in terms of flight changes? Uh, approximately 30% more. I would well, say. So you're probably paying roughly three grand at least. Yeah. Unless you're using miles, no, right? No, so No miles on this one, uh, yeah. Call it, call, or we'll call it, I don't know, you tell me, it was like 3500 for the 40 Um Yeah, so uh, let's ballpark it. Let's say it was three grand a piece to go, and then uh, maybe it was more than 30%. Maybe it was closer to 50 but it was like uh, an extra 1200 per ticket just, just to make that change. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> that is well, five grand. So this whole estate cost you five grand. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it was wonderful. Well, you have all that fucking disposable income, yeah. Oh, not anymore. That's all gone. Shot on a trip to Italy. So this, uh, we go down to. So you can be the tallest guy in the country. Yeah. <laughs> so we go downtown and get it taken care of. It takes. I mean, it was quick. It was. I don't know. We were down there at eight, and we were done by three. You know, you get it done. Uh, you're mostly waiting around. Uh, you get your shit in in the morning, then you've got a bunch of hours to kill until they can get it back to you. But uh, one day, got it. So we get on the flight on Tuesday, you know, two days late. So then you're eating the cost of the trains you pre-booked and then the Airbnb yep. we booked. So uh, yep. all that stuff. So we're eating that cost as well. So we started this little vacation like, I don't know, yeah, six grand in the hole. Six grand in the hole. <laughs> yeah. So I, like I may not have been in the best mood uh, uh, arriving in Italy. So that was great. Sure. 
So, well, well that's, that's this, this is an Irish fucking move. Just by the way, this is an Irish move. Yeah. Right. But it's so fucking annoying because right. we've never done that. But you know, whatever. Well, well what, here's here's my problem with it. And go for it. And I, tell me if you agree. It, it, it's kind of bullshit that, that you have a passport that expires sometime in September. You're traveling in July. You're coming back in July. Why is it? I mean, I get it. If there's a problem somewhere. But you have the consulate. The, where's the American consulate or the embassy in, in uh, Italy? Is it in Rome? It's, uh, I have no idea. I think it Probably. is. Yeah. yeah I'm, and let's just say for the sake of argument that it's in Rome. How hard is it? going to be for you to get from anywhere in Italy that you possibly be to Rome at any given time. Right. I mean, no problem. It's a it's a small boot, right? <laughs> so it's it's not like you can't get to the consulate and say, "Hey, we got a problem. We were supposed to go home in July. Now it's October and we haven't left. Right. And our passports have expired. You know, you should be able to kind of like handle that, right? I don't know. Like, this is just me bouncing about it. I know. And it's fucking Italy. It's not Afghanistan. I mean, what are we talking about? So. Yeah, it's not going to Somalia and you're trying to come back. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. But just my thought. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm going to cut to the chase on some of this stuff because I don't want to go too long on this. But uh, so we get into Rome finally. Um then we take the you know train uh, train from the airport to to downtown Rome, and then the train from Rome to uh, Naples. Um, the uh, train system is awesome. The uh, uh, the train stations in Italy are a shit show. It's like a third world country in the in the in the stations. It's out of control. Have you guys ever been? I've never. So. Oh my god. How have you not been there? I know. I, I haven't been. been. We're, We're going, going next year. year. Yeah. That's Ruff. time. It's time for you to go. Yeah, it is. is going to go this fall, but and so I was going to leave some, you know, uh, little markers throughout the country for him to go find, but, uh, you know, he postponed his trip, so we, we didn't quite do that. Right, I'll, we'll still do that. It's just maybe years between the yeah, yeah. Pickup. Oh, I'm of gonna drop some shit for you next year. Yeah, yeah. I've got some people that, that uh, for you to talk to over there. Anyway, so anyway, uh, the the no the train stations are a fucking third world situation over there. But we got on the trains and fine. That's all good. Uh, Naples, uh, if that if you're considering putting that on your itinerary, fucking skip it. It is a shithole, and and I wouldn't go there again. No, shithole is the wrong. It's, it's the wrong word exactly, but it's just it's an overrun city. It's it's, it's a city that can handle three hundred thousand people. I don't know what the, the numbers are, but let's say it handles uh, it could handle three hundred thousand people, and it's packed with three million people or, or something to that effect. Like it's oh, over. Yeah, you know. hey, I, I've got it. I've got it nailed down. I was talking to one of my my colleagues at work. I think what I'm going to do is Rome, Florence, Tuscany, and Chicago. Just go to Tuscany and skip us. <laughs> yeah, we we'll do that. Uh, what you said is perfect because uh, yeah, it, it wasn't great. And Good. I've driven, I've uh, been in a number of countries and driven in a number number of countries. But the driving, in, uh, in in Italy, it's fine. I mean, it's like any other European country. But the driving in Naples, I can't comprehend. I can't articulate just how insane it was. Like I thought people were going to be dying. At any given moment, because cars are flying around, <laughs> there appears to be no traffic laws whatsoever. I mean, driving on the right, driving on the left, there are no stop signs. There are no traffic signals whatsoever anywhere, except for one major road, but that was it. I mean, uh, people are just crossing in the middle of the street randomly, but it, but no one was like out of control. Well, no, they're all out of control, but... They were all out of control in the same way. It's like the entire town is under a psychosis, but they're all crazy in the exact same way, so they are just enough not to kill each other. It was amazing. Yep. It was yep. amazing. Right at the edge. Right on the brink. At all times. <laughs> it was crazy. I like right it. Now. Yeah. Uh, so then we did. We went so down to... Would you go back? 
Would you go back to Italy? I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Yeah. I'm curious. Like, oh, I would go back that? to Italy. Um, I would avoid uh, Naples. We did hit Sorrento. That was cool. A little touristy, but cool. Um, uh, we did hit Florence. Florence was awesome. Um, you know, lots yeah, of sort of... Yeah, like pictures. Yeah, lots of sort of, uh, you know, old buildings and museums and that sort of thing. Um, then we hit uh, Venice. Venice was cool, uh, except it's almost like a... It's becoming like a Disneyland park. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's such, it's such a unique yeah. place with, you know, the, the, the canals and all that. Um, it's unusual and unique. A, you should only spend a, a day there, you know, uh, you spend one night if you want, you know, overnight. That's, a, that's what we did. But, uh, um, it's cool, but it's like the Epcot center version of Italy. It's like, ah, all right. It's kind of, yeah, a it's like, track. um, it's like a traveler's Game of Thrones. Right? Yeah, you just there you go. Know, just discard it. Thanks for the Game of Thrones reference there. Damn it! <laughs> My pleasure. I, I knew one of you would. One of you assholes would sneak it in early. Son of a bitches. <laughs> I can always count on you guys to be jagoffs. Oh my god! No, no, it's cool. Yeah, so we did that, and then then we hit Tuscany, and that was cool. I mean, that was uh, we stayed. We were in, around Siena or outside of Siena, and the town of Siena was very cool because it was yep. sort of like a college town. Um, lots of it's almost like a spider web of uh, side streets and stuff around this this main square, this main uh, circular square area. Uh, super cool, but yeah, uh, Tuscany. <laughs> Tuscany, uh, you guys saw the pictures with the, uh, we had a, a, a nice old Airbnb, yeah. you know, it was kind of a, it's kind of sort of picturesque, right? I mean, it's what you would think it would be. Uh, we did a yep. cooking class, Ruff, that I, I'll, I'll send it to you and you got to sign up for this. It is awesome and insane because you're up, you're driving in really? this windy road up, uh, you know, through wine country, you find this little... Uh, this little house that was built built in like the early 1800s. You know, it's all stone and it's in the middle of all these vineyards and owned by this these two uh, these two sisters, these old like Italian grandmas. Uh, and they they don't make the wine like everybody around them makes wine. They make uh, olive oil, so mm. they sell yep. their olive oil to everybody else. And they have this. Uh, uh, cooking class, which is awesome. We made, uh, you know, from scratch with this this little group. We made uh, gnocchi. We made pasta. We made pizza. We made tiramisu and uh, some sort of uh, beef tenderloin type deal. Uh, it was fantastic. How long were you there? Were you there like for a freaking weekend? Or no, it was. It was. It was. I don't know. We started at four, and we were out by. I don't know, let's, let's say nine, something like that. It was great. Wow. Wow. It was great. The kids liked it. We liked it. We, there was this group of old ladies that were there, uh, a bunch of Canadian tourists that were just, you know, touring Italy. Uh, but, uh, you know, four old ladies. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> and then we hit Rome, and Rome is Rome. Is Rome. Rome is intense, man. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, it's uh, it's smaller than you think. Oh, you know, it's it, everything is compact. Like it's all this stuff, the Colosseum, and you know everything around it. But it's all super compact. Uh, it's a small spot, but uh, man, it was nuts. Oh, and we are at the beginning of the heat wave too. So, oh, that's we, fun. Yeah, we stayed in exclusively Airbnbs this time, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did that in uh, we've done this in Europe a, a few times where we. Had almost all Airbnbs. We had a, a hotel once in a while, but and the Airbnbs, uh, the air conditioning is spotty in these 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 places, if it sure. exists at all. And so we are at the beginning of this European heat wave, and it was it was ninety, it was ninety five, it was fucking hot. But yeah, that's not gonna fly for me. That's no. not going to fly. And, the, and the, the, the kids were out of their minds because spotty internet and spotty 
Air conditioning? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they're losing their shit. Yeah. Uh, two teenage boys uh, were about to kill me. And, oh, uh, Cross, yeah. you'll, you'll enjoy this one. Uh, at a few of the places, um, you know, they're old buildings. They're old uh, apartments. They're old whatever. Uh, you know, built a long time ago, to say the least. And many of the doorways or ceilings were low. <laughs> and Six feet? Yeah. They were about... Uh, <laughs> you know, bump pads on the ceiling? <laughs> so... I didn't. Oh, I didn't hit my head once. Yeah, I didn't hit my head once. Allison almost knocked herself out once because one of the doorways was just like a half inch shorter than her, and and she clocked it pretty good once. But Liam, oh. <laughs> so you know, I've, I've been my height, you know, uh, six two and a half, six three, uh, for a long time. Uh, Liam is just coming into his height and he's, he's taller than me. He's got me by a, a solid half inch, uh, if not more. And, uh, he hit his head. I don't know, a dozen times in different places. <laughs> he was, he couldn't stand up straight anywhere this whole trip. He was knocking himself over constantly with his, with hitting his head. It was insane. <clears throat> <laughs> he's a big kid. <laughs> he's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's. If you call him six four, that's about right. I mean six six three and a half, and eh, you know two thirty two forty. Uh, they they don't make Big the boy. beds to to fit his size. They don't make the these old apartments you know in the the Jewish quarter in Venice to fit people his size. So it was a little tricky. Oh um, yeah, people a foot a foot shorter than him maybe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that was uh, that was my my Italy trip in, in a nutshell. But uh, I would definitely go back. It was awesome. Tuscany, uh, you know, wine country was fantastic. Um, you know, with the rest of the places we stayed, we're just you know, they're, they're they're big cities. I mean, it was fine. But I don't I don't generally love big cities. I like to get outside to the smaller vill- villages. You know, in in uh, uh, in Austria and in the Czech Republic and in Ireland and in uh, hungry, you know, our last trips. Um, getting outside with the the little towns is cool, um, but these big cities, a man, are 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 tough in Europe, especially in the summer. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's like it had to be packed everywhere you went. Yeah, right? and uh, the uh, the Asian tourists uh, are out of control. <laughs> They're completely out of in control. What respect? Well, because they're in these. These packs well, of these yeah. tour groups, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, some of them are just uh, rude or, you know, they have a different set of sort of uh, politeness over there that, that's different than what we have over here, at least in, in you know, uh, uh, Western they're, Europe and the U.S. It, this one, they're woefully unaware of what's going yeah. on generally. Oh, and that, exactly. Perfect. So... We were in Rome. We had just finished one of our tours or something, or we were coming out of the Colosseum or something, and it was hot. And in Rome, I mean, there's, there are no trees. Like, everything is concrete or stone or whatever, and there's some construction here and there, but so you have to, you can't really find places that are in the shade to walk. So everything's in the sun, and just the sun's just beating down on you all day, and you just get cranky and whatever. But there's this group of, Asian tourists. I don't. I mean, I don't know what country they were from, but uh, little guys, <laughs> little gals <laughs> from Asia walking around, and their skin is so fair. Understandably, that they, they want some shade, and so many of the women are carrying these little fucking umbrellas. So, you know, we're all these tourists and, and people like us. Uh, like them and us or whatever are sharing this this walkway, the, this sidewalk, trying to get around whatever it was. And there's no shade, and everyone's dying, and it's super hot. And they have these fucking umbrellas. And when these little Asian women have their umbrellas up, walking around, guess where that umbrella is is at on my body when when it's they're walking around with these little pointy things, right exactly at eye level. So. 
I got these the spikes of these umbrellas hitting me in the head, hitting me in the shoulder, trying to poke my eyes yeah. out. I'm like, it's too close to quarters <laughs> for this sort of shit. You can't do it. So as I'm walking by, I just I put my like both hands up like around my eyes like uh, horse blinders. And I start walking through this crowd, and they won't move for anybody. And I'm like, you know, I was at the end of the trip. I was at the end of my rope. I was hot, and we were all cranky. I'm like, fuck this. I got to get out of this before I lose it. I just start walking through and like pushing, pushing people's umbrellas over left and right, just trying to walk through this group. And uh, I was the ugly American who was uh, uh, not welcome uh in a lot of places where I was walking with all these guys. Yeah. Ugly American shows up. Who's that big dope knocking over the Asian women with the umbrellas? Oh, that's that's me. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Uh, that's you. Yeah. You were entitled. Yeah. <laughs> I was entitled. I just didn't want to be assaulted by an umbrella in my cornea. Yeah. Yeah, I would have broken at least one of them, just to make an example for the other people. <laughs> kind of like when someone strikes out and they break the bat over their knee. Yeah, I've done that with at least one umbrella. I considered oh, it. I mean, you did. that's that's one one baseball reference, Ralph. That's enough now. Don't <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was like the bowling ball going uh, through the uh, you know the, the the ten pins. You know, uh, I was I was going for a strike, knocking people over. It was great. So, all right. So that's Italy. Uh, what's up with you guys? Cross, what's up with you? What's happening? Get on the mic. Get, get on the mic. Just get on the mic. Get, get on, on the, the mic. mic. I have no. so many complaints right now. I can't wait. I mean, one of you guys are personally involved in is uh, wise asses on Facebook like to threaten people. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. That was did I, I mean, up? Did I bring the A game or what? Oh, you brought the A game, the Clark Butterfinger thing. I mean, it's just you know some people make it so easy, and people like us who have a little bit of a a need to uh, to get under people's skin at times just for the fun of it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they make it so easy for me, and I and I'm not sure what to do. And I'm I'm really trying to determine if people are just seriously trolls stupid. So, my question mm. to the panel of geniuses uh, I love us we is, are the best. is uh, are people really, are, are people really that stupid or are, are people just trolling most of the time? Oh, can I answer? Yeah, go ahead. Please. There's no question that people are that stupid. Yep. It didn't take long for me to register the answer. And to be more specific, no one has any idea what they think about anything anymore. <laughs> so they're just walking around looking for something to be insulted by. And, of course, there's a million things to be insulted by. So when you're that dumb and you have that mindset, that's, that's what happens. And they can't help themselves. Um, that thread was particularly great because what, what I liked about when you called to the bullpen, is I was actually being so mean, but pretending that I was ripping on you. That was my favorite part. That was I was being so mean to him. Yes. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so... It was new for me. It was like an underpass. Hey, Mike, uh, you got to set this up. Uh, so what was the gist of this uh, thread? Because uh, if there's anyone listening, which is debatable, uh, they don't know what we're talking about. So set this up for us. Uh, all right, so I I have a friend, a college friend, who, who posts a lot of. Uh, here's where I have a problem with it. I don't I don't care if people post political opinions on Facebook. I don't for a lot of reasons. I just a it's a medium where you're never going to have any success posting uh, about your political feelings. I mean, maybe if I had a really strong feeling about something, I would, but it's very rare. Um, because they know it's just going nowhere. But then there are people who post every day or multiple times a day about, you know, how they're by something. And I part that's interesting to me is, in a lot of instances, these are people who are who like to say that, that 
certain segments of the population are constantly crying and whining and bitching and moaning and they're basically they're pussies because they can't stop crying and they just need to get their shit together and you know get with the program yeah meanwhile they're posting three times a day crying about how people are acting right and it's basically it's just that it's people who are you know pretty consistent in their you know the, the whole mentality of oh hey we're the part we're the people that suck it up and just do shit and they're the people that are constantly complaining and crying and whining on Facebook. Right. So I had to take someone out of the knees. I mean, basically, <laughs> someone posted, um, you know, that uh, you know that all these people need to do is shut up and go to work. Yeah. And in uh, and the, the country would be a better place. And I just, you know, I responded and said, you know, maybe if you would shut the fuck up for five minutes, the world would be a better place. <laughs> that was pretty much the gist of my response. Yeah. So now I have a I, there's a natural progression to this. First of all, I am egging on any number of people when I make posts. Right? There's probably 30 to 40 guys from college that are seeing that post and cracking up. Right? Yeah. Um, there are people who love the antagonistic nature that I have provided over the course of uh, 30 plus years of knowing them. And I want to make sure that I'm you know, I'm providing what they need for me. Plus, it's fun. Well, Plus and it's, it's fun. So, I think it. I mean, there's there's two. I mean, there's two platforms, and I think there's two mentalities uh, for the initial post. People in the thread are doing all kinds of stuff, including you, uh, with the antagonistic stuff, which is fantastic. And you brought us in, which is great. Um, yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> So on, on Facebook, people are that dumb, and they're they're posting things that they think are smart, but they're they're dumb. But then the the, the flip side is the people on Twitter are are just posting to troll people and try to get reactions. That's all they're doing on on Twitter. But uh, Facebook is all stupidity, I think, <laughs> including I, a lot of the stuff we do, even though it's purposeful stupidity. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, how often is our stuff reactionary? Exactly. Right? And how often is, is what we're posting is either, you know, light entertainment or a light crack at someone where, I mean, the, the sheer number of people who actually believe what they're posting in terms of hardcore political thought or hardcore financial thought, you know, things about our monetary system, about global economy, about American politics. I just read these things and I'm like, I can't believe that people don't know how fucking stupid they are. Yeah. Really distressing. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, and I was told to shut your, your sock, you rude-ass pussy fuck. Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, these people yeah. can't type or, or uh, just are, are uh, lacking in uh, the finesse of the English language to, to, to combat your... your uh, argument there, so especially that guy on that on that yeah. stupid post. What you're illiterate, man! You can't even form a sentence on there. It, you have all the time in the world to to look over what you're writing. Yeah, it's not like, like you're you're, you're under, under a, a right. time crunch here. Take a beat and re reread yeah. it. He didn't, he didn't even react to any of my insults. I was actually really bothered by. I know. That. Yeah. Well. I think he finally figured out he was getting played and he just ran. <laughs> I give him credit for it. Yeah. Well, I, re- I really enjoyed it. It was like some of my bad. It was like just coming in to face one hit or sorry, B.O. and get pulled. It was like a good, <laughs> quick. Lucky specialist. This is Garland at its finest. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was tag team. Just let's tag in and get out. Let's I love it. I love it when you guys apologize for the baseball references. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yes. Uh, we don't want to upset the leader of the band here. So, yeah. No, right. Wrong media for that. Listen, yes. we, we need to um, let every, you know the hordes of listeners that we have uh, make sure everyone knows that on Facebook or on Twitter or any social media outlet, where uh, on Instagram, wherever... If you want to, if you post something that you want us to see, uh, tag it with hashtag I love us. 
I L O V E U S. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love us. So if you tag it with that, chances are we'll find it and respond to it because that's our that's our official unofficial uh, tagline for this whole ridiculous thing we do here. Our it's official. Who we are and it's what we do. When are we getting those I love us tattoos? I'm gonna get the hashtag I love us tattoo. I'm trying to figure out where. Well, be my first one to the tough south for me. Maybe on my forehead. Inside. <laughs> next to the, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, next to the Italian flag. <laughs> right, right, of course. I'm thinking of the bicep, O'Neal. You already got something there, though, don't you? I've got room. I can put some stuff on there. Well, Cross, I'm going to see you in, in a couple weeks in Michigan. Uh, oh, I think that would be a perfect time to do it. Yeah, maybe we find a place over there and just go knock it out. Oh, my God. Game. If we do that, we're both getting divorced. Right, I'm, back. I'm back in the gym for, uh, for all intents. So, um, maybe well, my biceps will actually be usable. Like, for, for the last couple of months, they, there hasn't been a bicep to tattoo anything on. <laughs> Oh, I've been so I've been lifting with uh, both my boys uh, lately, and, or well, the last year basically. And uh, with Liam getting bigger and me getting older and having uh, bad shoulders to say the least, uh, it's it's getting harder and harder to hold off uh, my son in terms of physical strength. I think I'm about to be passed in a couple spots, and it's it's really upsetting. Wow. Yeah, gotta get on the juice. Yeah, we gotta get on the juice. Gotta get on the juice. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Gotta get. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so we are at a good point to let's break this up with a uh, celebrity net worth game. And now let's play the how much are they worth game. Uh, now I call it celebrity. What what's the theme this? Game of Thrones? I hope Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. Uh, No, sir. That's not it. Uh, Let let me log into the the interwebs and see what's up here. Celebrity Network. Okay, I do have a theme for this one. Um, It is... uh, The theme is a movie I just saw last night. Uh... Which is uh, "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" by up-and-coming director named Quentin Tarantino, I believe is how you pronounce it. Yes, he must be from Italy or something. Some foreign director. I don't know who he is. So, uh, how was it? How was it? Mm, I I want to wait until I give my review because I need to really think about this one because. My knee-jerk reaction is eh, it wasn't that good. Mm. Can I can I can I say something? Yeah. I think the problem. I haven't even seen it. I already know what the fucking problem is. Yeah. The problem is Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the problem. Uh. Yeah. yeah maybe. I mean. That's the most overrated actor. Ever. Oh, I like this topic. The longest shot ever. Mm. I used to think that, Roth. I really did. For a long time, I thought he was the most overrated. I thought he was an overactor. First of all, I hated the movie Titanic, and uh, he was awful in it. But he has done, like, Wolf of Wall Street was great. He was great in that. But he played himself, though. He played himself in that one. That's true. And Howard Hughes biopic probably for playing himself again, right? Also, also true. Uh, the only movie that, wait, wait, that was wait, worth a damn was Catch Me If You Can. That yeah, was good. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Cross, couldn't couldn't we make an argument that uh, he was great in those movies, almost in spite of himself, because he was relying or he was propped up by Martin Scorsese? Well, thankfully, yeah, or possibly. How about Django? I thought he was great in Django. No, no. That that movie was fucking horrendous. He played Colonel Sanders or whatever the hell he played in that movie. And Tarantino should be ashamed of himself in that movie. He could have hit a freaking grand slam. Sorry, P.O. 
but instead he, he took the short way out and totally underwrote the Jamie Foxx character in that movie and went just totally just the the easiest way, the path of least resistance to that character. Mm. Man, did that suck. Good shit. Wow. Like he could have done something with it. Instead, he took the you know the black guy jokes, like the weak black guy jokes in that movie. Could have been amazing. Yeah, I should have wrote that shit. Would have won Oscars and all, everything. <laughs> well, Alt. I mean, as we have you know uh, say to each other constantly, you know, online or otherwise, we are the best people. So uh, having us, any one right. of us, uh, rewrite a movie would inherently just make it. Much better anyway, so that, that's a good thing. Or or do anything for that matter. Yeah, yes. right. Everybody does the Hall of Fame. We we are the best. So yeah. Uh, hashtag I love us. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. So that movie, I will. Uh, I'm going to hold my review for a, a later pod because uh, uh, I have some family members who want to weigh in on that, and we might do a. Uh, uh, a whole Tarantino episode of, of the podcast, so we'll we'll come back to that. So okay. me and Blocker will go see it. We'll go see it very soon, so I can weigh in. All right. Uh, so once upon a time in Hollywood, um, there's five people: the four main actors, and then I'm going to throw a fifth one in just because uh, he is uh, maybe the probably the biggest name, or at least historically the biggest name in the movie, but it uh, doesn't play a big role. So let's start with Mr. Al Pacino. What do you think Al Pacino is worth? I'm a fighter man! <laughs> He's the biggest great ass! He's what? How does he suck? He sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. Ooh-ah. Um, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. Um, Jesus, he's done a lot of damage though in his career. Of course, uh, he's done a lot of damage to Beverly D'Angelo. You know what I'm saying? That's right. The two biggest over. What do you think? Sex is like with those two, man. The two biggest over actors in Hollywood. <laughs> Jesus, that would be a show for who can be the loudest. Oh, and I was just gonna say, I just anything but quiet. <laughs> anything but quiet. There's no question about that. Cross, you have to choose oh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo or Holly Hunter. Oh, it's easy. Wow, I think I take Beverly. Really, right. even though she's terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know me and Holly Hunter. I know. That's what I wanted to see. Thank you. There's a little thing there. All right, uh, I think I have a number uh, for Pacino. Yeah. I have a number. I, I think it's. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but I feel like they're, it's right or close. Ooh, you're you're confident. Okay. Uh, confident. All right. I number. My number is eighty million. Amy O'Neill. I got 135 million. I got 80 million. All right, you bitch. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. That was the number that immediately cropped into my head. Now I hope Ralph wins. Let's plug this into the old uh, net worth o matic here. Uh, oh, uh, two of us were way off. Uh oh. Al Pacino. Uh, an American actor of both stage and screen uh, has a net worth of one hundred and sixty-five million. How is that possible? He's been in some major I movies, man. Yeah, he has. Damn. Okay. All right. That's one one shit for uh, Roth. Yeah. All right. Plus, the Wops always have a soft. Side hustle. I'm sure he's making some money on the side. <laughs> there's got to be, yeah, there's a side hustle somewhere. There's a side hustle. Oh, that would be awesome if we found out. He's got some sort of bookmaking gig on the side. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like hair care products or something. Yeah, he's selling hair care products. Skin care products. <laughs> it's not that. 
I'm a fan of it. I'm on the board. I'm on the board early. You are early. Yeah, that's good. Damn. All right, next up. All right, next up is uh, she plays Sharon Tate in the movie. Uh, her name is Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Oof. I'm a fan. Yeah, I am too. Put her on the list. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's talented. Um, she's she been around or no? She's been around a little bit. Well, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. that was, I don't know, 10 years ago, right? Or eight years ago? Yeah. yeah. I got a number. I got a number. Uh, I'll give you mine here. I've got... This is a hard one for me. She's been in... I'm going to say... All right. I'm going to say... Sixteen million. Okay. Rough. I got forty-two million. All right. I got fifteen million. Damn, Mike. I don't like it when we're too close. In. Uh, I know. We were probably we're, we should probably worth a hundred, but Ross gonna win this one outright. Okay, Marco. Marco. She just asked for a lift. Wait. I'm looking for her. Oh, there she is. Okay. Margot Robbie has a net worth of $12 million. Oh. Wow. So, the boss wins. It's actually done. Well, I'm assuming... I'm just assuming, isn't there yet. Yeah, I'm assuming what you're doing, uh, Mike, is the Price is Right move where you just beat me by a dollar. No, no, that was my head before you said right. That's why I offered to go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ruff's favorite actor is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he's got a lot. Yeah. Dude, if he's, if, if, uh, if, if she knows worth 165. Oof. I can't even imagine what Leo's worth. I can't. What kind of deal did he get in some of these movies, though, you know? I mean, even Titanic. Yeah. He's had some huge deals on some of these movies. He's been smart. Yeah. I got a number. Yeah, go ahead, Cross. Yeah. 350. What? 350? Yeah. I got 290. I I must be way off. I had 192. Oof. Gotta be light. Gotta be north of 200, man. He's been in some of the biggest box office successes. Okay, here we go. DiCaprio's net worth is 260 million. Damn, I was close. Wow. You were? That was well played. Son of a bitch. I mean, he's probably spent $80 million on brats. <laughs> totally oh, awesome. He was the... Uh, I took that one home? Yeah, you take that one. Absolutely. You know what's amazing about him? He's almost better than Jeter, I think, in, in terms of the ladies. Well, yeah, no. he, he was the leader of the peep posse, right? Well, he that? never anyone over twenty-five, and you never hear a peep out of them afterwards. Not a fucking word. Didn't he have a whole like a whole process of how he would find girls and and bring them back? I mean, almost like Jeter with the uh, the the. Uh, didn't Jeter have like a bathroom? The basket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the good bets. I think. No, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is for him, but you know how when you go to a bar, and it said, and it says you have to be born on or before the state in order to get a drink. <laughs> He's got that counter in his place, and it's just like if you're once you're if you were born on or before this date in what was whatever twenty five years ago was right nineteen ninety four, you you have to leave. You must be this tall. That's pretty much how you roll. 
Yeah. Yeah. If you're over this age, you're out. Oh my God. Uh, but it's amazing. You know, I know. Whole, there's a whole whole trail of uh, women out there who won't say one word about him. I, I bet he's a total psycho. Well, I bet you there's NDAs, there's, you know, know. there's payments, there's, you know, whatever it is, when you go away, you go away quietly. That's a documentary I want to see. I want to see a documentary on, like, all these guys and how they keep all this shit quiet. Well, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I think with him... People just want to be seen. It's good for their career more than anything else. It's good to be on the list. Sure. I have an issue with anyone who's playing somebody else for a living. And he's playing the fucking Nicholson Jr. thing. And I, you're out. Sorry. Oh, oh. Doesn't work. Yeah. He's totally married that person. Yeah, he is. He's a caricature of himself. He bought, he bought into the fact that he's Nicholson and he even talks like him now. So... He can go fuck himself. I'm going to guess Ralph's not a fan. Nope. Never um, have been. I was I not. Like I said, Catch Me If You Can was a really awesome movie, and he's been good in other things. But I just, I just to quote my oldest daughter when she was little, I can't like him. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't. I've never really been in his corner, but... I think he, he's better now than he was. But you could be right. Saying himself. We'll see. I yeah. think, so uh, you quoted your, your daughter. I'm going to quote, I think this is my father-in-law who said this, or at least uh, it came from my wife somewhere. Uh, uh, that guy, he's just not my kind of guy. I think that he's just not my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up agree. is I agree. Uh, young uh, whippersnapper Bradley Pitt. Ooh, Brad Pitt. He's got a couple of divorces in there, guys. Let's back yeah, up. that's I what know. I'm thinking about. He's, you know, he's on the D train. Whew. And some big ones. Oh. Big ones. I know. He's got some monsters. I think he produced yeah, stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got a number. If they're factoring in the divorces, I have a number. Hmm. He got shelled twice, although each of those broads have make their own bank. Right. Don't forget that. Right. That's a good point. Uh, I got a number. I have a number. I don't I'm not confident. I gotta get on the fucking board is what I gotta do here. I need to get a number here. Hmm. I got two and a quarter. Damn. I have a 170 because of the divorces. Well, I had 250, even with the divorces. Well, you know, child support's a different story, though. He's got a gaggle of them. That's true. He's got a slew of kids. I don't know. I'm sticking with 250. I believe he's a tight band here. We're close. We're all close. I think he has enough. Kids, I think it's called a pride, a pride of children. A pride, yes. Okay, this number I did not expect because of the divorces. But all right, Uh, Brad Pitt's net worth is three hundred million. Whoa! That goes to Mike. Can you imagine if he didn't have those divorces? Probably worth a half billion. I think it's because they make their own bank. I don't think he got nailed. Yeah, I don't think he got creased in those. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he figured something out. Yeah. He's cracked the code, Ralph. We need to learn something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to tip your cap and that's the end of it. That's this is right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's a walk-off, right? Right. Is that how that goes? Who's our bonus? <laughs> we have a bonus round. Who's the bonus round? Uh, yeah, so it's tied two to two. Winner of this, uh, unless it's me, uh, winner of this uh, wins the game. Quentin yeah. Tarantino. This is a good one. I know. 
I have, I have a number. Man. 250. I'm 200 on him. 275. 250. 200. Damn, we're all nodded up. We're all nodded up here. He doesn't make a lot of movies. That's the thing. No, but he makes <laughs> movies that are big. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Okay. Okay. Uh, someone is closest, although none of us are close. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm out. Well, unless he's 500. Well, no, you're right in the middle. Is he a 500 million? Yeah, I know, but that, that means he's probably way lower, way high. I'm out. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino's net worth. I'm assuming before this this movie comes out, of course, is a measly one hundred and twenty million. Wow! Wow! One twenty. Well, he doesn't make a lot of movies. He really doesn't. He makes a movie like every three years or four years. I know. Yeah, he made like eight. I know. Good lord. No. Wow. Glorious Bastards, my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. It's, it's to me, it's Inglorious Bastards and Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, and then maybe um, Pulp Fiction, and then after that, it's just scattered. Yes, agree. I would put uh, Kill Bill. Uh, Pulp, Fiction, Pulp Fiction was overrated. I think. Oh, Kill Bill! Shit! Yeah, Kill Bill won. Not a Kill Bill guy. Yeah, I like oh. that one. It's so crazy. So not, Kill, Kill Bill is a clear number three to me. Like, in barely, barely below Reservoir Dogs. I gotta go back and rewatch that because I, I just couldn't get it the first time around. <laughs> Watch part one. Don't even bother with part two, which is also pretty good. But part one, Lucy Lou fucking crushes it. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce's and Lucy Lou's. All right, guys. Well, so. <laughs> Mike sneaking some ATL for you guys some Adlians that was beautiful Mike uh, you win the the game 3-2 to two. and yeah. since this is our Same first Mike. podcast in a long time uh, I have you know re-upped my uh, uh, my status as the guy who can't win his own game uh, so yeah I got zero that was fantastic right back where we started I think that was my best showing yet. That was impressive, Roth. I gotta tell you, a couple of those I was I was way off on. I got the two dagos, of course. Of course. But you gotta put your own time. Of course. Right. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna sign off here, and then uh, we will follow this up with a quick uh, another podcast to sort of get this ball rolling and uh, re. Re-kickstart, I guess, uh, our, our podcast brand. Uh, so everyone remember, uh, hashtag I love us, right? That's the hashtag way. I love hey, us. I've got, I've got a little something to close on, though. Don't oh. I get a moment here? Don't yeah. I get a chance? You can close. Be, be our closer. Yeah. I want to just pitch something for the next one. I want to pitch an idea. Because... I'm thinking about everybody, like the rest of us. We we're, we want everyone to win on some level, realizing that no one will win like we do, right? Yeah. Winning. Um, you're, you're all playing for second place, but, so, yeah. Well, that's right. We're trying to help the second place, the, you know, the, the place in the show. And uh, population control is a big topic of mine, especially in these baby boomer years of ruining the scorched earth that they've created. <laughs> and... Um, and coupled with euthanasia, I think we'll all have a day off sometime in the future for Kevorkian's birthday. It's just a matter of time. Um, yes. Once it affects the economy <laughs> in a meaningful way, we'll have death panels. We'll have everything. Everything that we thought of will happen, right? Um, but with all in mind, I thought about that, that issue and how it might evolve. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if you could make a game show out of it? And my idea of a game show, or reality show, whatever, it's called The Silver Bullet. And <laughs> my idea is, 
the, the celebrities, or it could be any people, but I think more people would watch the show if it was celebrities. I think that's the key. They're later on in life, they, they, they realize that they'd rather die than live. But for the entertainment of the masses, they'll allow it to be filmed for the last year of their life. Here's how it works. You opt into something called the silver bullet. You get a bag of 365 identical-looking pills, and you pop one per day, only knowing that one of those pills is going to fucking kill you. That's a great show. I like this. Yeah. And I believe it would be a great thing for any of us to do. Like, wait, 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 wait. And, you know, wait, sorry, go ahead. So, you have a bag of 355 pills. One will kill you. You pop yep. one a day. So, you, so you, during the year, you will definitely yeah. die. Oh, yeah. That's, right. Right. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Could be, could be you're, you're living your life. You know, you're living your life every day. Every day you wake up, you think it's hilarious. Like, you're like, shit, it's another day. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just do a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. You get to travel, blow all your money, whatever. But one of the days, you're out. What's the upside for a celebrity to do that, though? What, where's the where's the payoff? <laughs> How does anybody win? Uh, they, don't, they don't win, so I guess it's not a game show. It's more of a reality show. We win just by them killing themselves. So I think the upside, yeah, the upside is just that there's such fame horrors that they they want to they want people to watch them die. That's all. They, they just want to go out on top, just like they played their lives. I think there'd be no shortage of people signing up for this fucking show. Hmm. Yeah, I think wash up, wash up act, actors and actresses. Yes. Yeah, like, not Betty White. We can't lose her. No, not, not Betty White, but like Rue McClanahan. Sure. <laughs> you know you gave Rue McClanahan a ghost try back in the day. Once or twice. Back in the <laughs> No, I really did. I was into designing women, but I, I wasn't changing. Oh my god! <laughs> you were designing women. You were one? into uh, Dixie yeah. Carter. Dixie I was a Dixie Carter, Carter man. Oh yeah, I was a Dixie Carter man. <laughs> oh. Rough going to town in some fucking random Ramada in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Leaving it inch right on the screen. Oh. Five dollar bill. Twenty seven inch. Wow, that's a great way to close. I like that. All right, now I I believe that that's the way out for the whole society. I believe everyone should be able to pick that as an option. That's actually not a bad book at all. I think yeah. we can do it, and I I think there I think there should be uh, American Idol style uh, phone voting to put people on the show. That's a great idea. Uh, Who do you want to nominate to be on uh, the Silver Bowl? Yeah, how about this? To be a voter, what if other celebrities vote for you? But to be a voter, you got to put your name in the fucking game. Yeah, you got to put your name in the hopper. (laughs) Yeah. It's like like like, uh, credit card roulette, right? Yeah, credit card roulette. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. I think this is a winner. Lots of David Kelly. Like, you know, Pat Sajak might want Alex Trebek to die, and he's doing a pretty good job on his own, but Pat Sajak's got to be in the game to pick him. Oh my god. Oh, I like that. All right. right. I'm going to have my uh, producer, Gary, uh, go uh, make a phone call for you, and, and we'll have this thing worked out. Within a matter of months. Oh, yeah, I think it's I think it's good, and I'm going to put some time into it. I just think I think it's right for a lot of reasons, and I think uh, more people should consider this option. And if I ever run for office, this would be the number one thing I would run on. This would be my platform. There's a county map to go with the wall of hurl, a stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Every shot, cooking a pub, the Guinness pot, and a cabbage crack. The eye don't want to be paddy trapped. We'll call it an Irish pub. While all be fucked, to swear upon the holy book. The only crack you get is a slap in the ear. While all be fucked, the lock and burst your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, I'll get me beer. Hey.
eye colour a Cohen Irish pub The Jager bombs and double shots The underages think it's close We'll spike the drinks and pay the cost We got us an Irish pub The quick run in the filthy dog The biting glass across the lug of the lady Oh, the dirty dog We got us an Irish pub What's over to me? We'll skip along the avenue Who the hell is running through? We got us an Irish pub to spread upon the holy book The only crack you get is a slap in the ear Where are we folk? Don't laugh and burst your filthy mug If you drop one more shot, I'll give me beer Filthy monk, if you drop one more shot, I can't be